The heart of every man craves a great adventure, but life doesn't usually feel that way. Jesus speaks of narrow gates and wide roads, but the masculine journey is filled with many twists and turns. So how do we keep from losing heart while trying to find the good way when life feels more like a losing battle than something worth dying for? Grab your gear and come on a quest with your band of brothers who will serve as the guides in what we call the masculine journey. The Masculine Journey starts here, now. Welcome to the Masculine Journey. We are very glad to have you with us today. You know, last week we were doing continuing the topic of the devil's toolbox, right? Satan's toolbox and the things that he uses. And, and like a lot of the um, themes that we get on, we think we're done. You know, and then God says, well, wait, what about this? That's what yeah. happened when we did the pillar series. You know, we thought we had like three or four pillars. It ended up being, what? Twelve. Twelve, yeah. <laughs> you know, because God least. kept opening us up to that. And... You know, we thought we were kind of done with this, the devil's toolbox. Not that we uncovered everything, but just the majority, the big pieces that he uses. And then God gave us one. Unfortunately, we remembered what it was throughout the week. But it's he, <laughs> the enemy relies on our forgetfulness. Right? He re- relies on our forgetfulness of what others have said to us that, that bring our hearts up. He relies on our forgetfulness, more importantly, of what God said to us or God's shown us through others, through different media, things like that. And... So he does really reply or depend on us not knowing those things that are key in our life to get through. So Dennis, I want to share a little bit of a story. That's all right about you and I in our exchange oh, via text. Oh, nice. That's very nice of you, Sam. No, it was funny actually. <laughs> uh, you know, part of it's the danger of text because you can't really tell if someone's joking, not joking, or what's going on. But Dennis had texted me Sunday, I think it was. He said, "Hey, what was the topic again?" And I put the devil's toolbox, forgetfulness. And he sent me LOL and then a comment. I thought he, you know, remembered it. And then he called me later on that day. He's going, seriously, what's the topic? Because I forgot. (laughs) For this week, exactly. So I thought, wow, that's really kind of funny. You know, that's kind of how we are. And it happens to all of us. Robbie, you've been incredibly quiet. I haven't heard from you yet. <laughs> well, the microphone's over there, but I'm, I'm, I forgot to speak. <laughs> yeah, you did. You did. Now, is this topic something that uh, you can relate to? Like every day. I think it's, I call it pathological. Okay, share that with us. Why? <laughs> because in the parable of the soils, you might remember that it was the path where the seed fell that the devil came and slapped it, or, you know, the birds, which were a picture of Satan, would come and pick it up. Well, in my mind, there must be a lot of stuff that falls on the path because, man, it gets stolen. And every day I struggle with, what was it you told me again, God? And where, you know, how did I get to where I am? Absolutely. He just did that with me last week because we were talking about a meeting that we had scheduled. And he said, I forgot. (laughs) And uh, the enemy must be getting my memory, which... uh, how convenient. <laughs> you know, it's kind of funny, you know, when you think about that parable, all the seed that's thrown out there is meant for good. Oh, it's yeah. meant to grow and produce fruit, but then, you know, all these things happen to it, and you're right that it is stolen from us, and it shouldn't really surprise us because that's what we're told. You know, the devil comes to kill, steal, and destroy, right? And Or whatever that order is. I got that backwards, I think. But, uh, you know, all those things is what he's trying to do. I'm going to go to a clip from a, an old TV show, I think, Everybody here in the studio, except for maybe Brian, might remember what this TV show was because it was in black and white. Um, It's called Candid Camera, and it was the original series. And in this clip, 
Alan Font. Alan Font. That's right. And I couldn't believe I remember that name the other day when we were talking. But He's a Font guy. He is. A pretty Fonty. Uh, <laughs> in this clip, there's a little girl that they have uh, actually have her set up to answer the phone and take a message. And she's all of about seven or eight, it looked like, in the clip. And just listen to how this interchange goes. Hi, Kathy. How are you? Fine. Good. Look, I have a message for Mr. Jones. Would you give it to him when he comes back? Yes. This is the message. Tell Mr. Jones that there's a meeting between his lunch and his 2.30 appointment. You got it? Okay? Yes. Would you tell him that? Yes. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Oh, I forgot Did you remember it? I, th- I thought I might have given it to you too fast. I forgot it. I thought you might, sweetheart. Do you want me to tell you again then, huh? Yes. Okay, now you try to remember. Yeah. Okay. Uh, would you tell Mr. Jones that there's a meeting between his lunch and his 2.30 appointment? Can you remember that? Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs> Mr. Jones. Oh. <laughs> Mr. Jones. Oh, it's funny. The uh, In that, if you actually go watch a clip, you can find it on YouTube. At that knocking sound that you're hearing, she's hitting herself in the head. She's saying, oh, no, I forgot it. And she's pounding on her head, which is kind of funny. But, uh, you know, it tells a big story of kind of what happens to us. Now, Wayne... I'm sure you may have once in a while forgot something, but have you ever fi- forgot something that God's told you? Um, quite often, actually. You know, how many times have I been dealing <clears throat> with anything in my life? You know, what, uh, you know, something with the wife, something with the kids, um, just something in my life that's really pressing down in on me. And, and God will give me a word, and it's this wonderful revelation, and then I'll, I'll get goosebumps, and it's just amazing, right? And Ten minutes later, I, I, I can't even remember the first word. Never, never mind, Mister Jones, right? Yeah. Um, and, and it hurts, like because you you, you feel like you've kind of let God down a little bit. Um, you know, He gave you something important, and it's gone. Um, where did it go, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm glad that he, he he's full of grace and mercy, and he gives us what we need whenever we need it, right? He does. He does, and I think that this is something that more people struggle with than they realize. Because I think a lot of times you don't even remember what you forgot. Now, Robbie, you kind of have a story about that, don't you? How you couldn't even remember once you learned about it. Right. Well, I keep a journal, which is, you know, part of the antidote to this. And, you know, back when I was uh, diagnosed with cancer, I'd had a dream. Actually, uh, the night before I was diagnosed that was kind of instructive to what was coming my way. 
And, and I was going back through my journal just a few weeks ago, and I, come, I came across this dream and this story of how God was giving me a premonition of what was headed my way. And not only did I, had I forgotten it, but I had no recollection of the incident at all. I had like no concept that it was even ever there. If it had not been in the journal, it would have been totally stolen and totally gone. And, and it's even not really feels like it's mine because I still to this minute cannot remember the events. And that's what I kind of meant by, you know, he gives us what we need. Um, I've had that happen as well. And not journaling all the time. There have been times when something else will actually spark a remembrance of that thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you see someone in a different color shirt, um, and it just it, it awakens something in you. So I, I believe, you know, again, the Holy Spirit knows how to bring those things to remembrance. Um, it, it says that he does that, right? So, so even the things that we read throughout Scripture, you know, um, we can't remember all of that. But I heard a guy say it this way. You know, while you may not remember the things that you're reading, it's kind of like whenever you eat, right? You probably don't remember what you had for breakfast two days ago, but it still nourished you. It still fed you. Um, it still gave you what you needed. That's good. That's good. I wanted to um, visit. Now, obviously, if it's something incredibly important God tells you or it's something really important in life, you're never going to forget that. So I'm going to visit a clip in, uh, from the movie, uh, what's it called? Overboard? No, 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 not that one. Um, <laughs> the one with Dory. The one with Dory. Oh, Finding Nemo. Finding Nemo. I just, I lost it there for a minute. Well, she was did. overboard too. She, she was forgot. a little bit overboard. I forgot. Yeah, I did forget. That's kind of hard. Um, but in Finding Nemo, the uh, in this clip, we're going to hear where Dory's going to help him try to find his son. The father tried to find the son. Well, you, you got to set it up a little bit more. Dory is a fish. Yeah, they're both fish. And she's got a little short-term memory issue. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, sorry. I didn't see you, sir. Are you? Are you okay? He's gone. There, there. No, he's gone. It's all right. He's gone. It'll be okay. No, no, they took him away. I, I have to find the boat. A boat? Hey, I've seen a boat. You have? Uh-huh, and it passed by not too long ago. A white one? Hi, I'm Dory. Where? Which way? Oh, 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 it, it went, um, this way. Yeah, it went this way. Follow me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. No problem. swim here. What, the ocean isn't big enough for you or something like that? Huh? You got a problem, buddy? Huh? Huh? Do you? Do you? Do you? Want a piece of me? Yeah, yeah. Ooh, I'm scared now. What? Wait a minute. Stop following me, okay? What are you talking about? You're showing me which way the boat went. A boat? Hey, I've seen a boat. It passed by not too long ago. It, it went, um, this way. It went this way. Follow me. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What is going on? You already told me which way the boat was going. I did? Oh, no. If this is some kind of practical joke, it's not funny. And I know funny. I'm a clownfish. No, it's not. I know it's not. I'm, I'm so sorry. See, I, I suffer from short-term memory loss. Short-term memory loss. I don't believe this. No, it's true. I forget things almost instantly. It runs in my family. Well, I mean, at least I think it does. Um, hmm. Can I help you? Something's wrong with you. Really. Yeah. Uh, can anyone relate to that kind of feeling? 
I certainly can. And I, I think that anyone that gets up a little bit in years can identify with the fact. You know, it amazes me that I can remember song lyrics from 50 years ago, and I can't remember what I did 48 hours ago sometimes. You know, and it, I wonder sometimes if I'm not concentrating on what's most important that I concentrated on the trivial things. I think it's something that naturally happens to some of us sometimes, but uh, it can get in the way. It can, and it, that forgetfulness, really a lot of times, no, no way you did say the Holy Spirit's going to remind you of those things. But I think there's a lot of times that, you know, there's a lot we can do to do our part, you know, where hopefully it doesn't have to remind us of those things. And, and when we come back from the break here in a few minutes, we're going we're gonna to talk about those things that you can do to try to help not forget so that you can remember those things that God's told you. But we have a boot camp coming up. Robbie, what's the dates on that boot camp? Well, the advanced boot camp is coming up August 17th through 19th. If you have been to two boot camps or the, the fall boot camps, November 1st through the 4th. Go to masculinejourneyradio.org to register now. Hi, this is Sam with Masculine Journey. I'm here with my son, Eli. We're going to talk about ways that you can help support the ministry. One way you can go to smile.amazon.com. There's information on our website there on how to do that. Then you can go to facebook.com where you can click the donate button. Or you can go to masculinejourneyradio.org. Once again, look for the donate button. Or if you want to mail something in, mail it to PO Box 550, Kernersville, North Carolina, 27285. I'm going to make you an offer you can't refuse. It's a Masculine Journey Boot Camp BOGO. Buy one, give one free. $199. What an amazing thing that would be to give somebody a gift, and what they really end up getting is their heart back. Listen to what it did for Andy. The Masculine Journey Boot Camp experience showed me I could truly hear from God, and that I could experience Him on a daily basis. Coming this fall, November 1st through the 4th, go to MasculineJourneyRadio.org and register today. Welcome back to Masculine Journey. We're talking about the topic of forgetfulness and how the enemy loves to use that against us. You know, that we don't have that, the, those words that God's given us or the things that we've read or they showed us a lot of times when we need them. Now, Vinny, you had some thoughts on this topic as well? I sure did. I wonder what the heck I'm doing here because I'm 84 years old and these guys are talking about forgetfulness. They have no idea what forgetfulness is. <laughs> First of all, I mean, uh, they pay me a lot of money. <laughs> and i got to say something. Uh, yeah, I am forgetful. Like I said, I'm 84 years old, and I'm not joking. I usually come with Robbie, and I keep on telling him, what's the topic, what's the topic? And we're sitting right next to each other. Now, you want to talk about forgetfulness? Good golly, Miss Molly. I really understand the topic. How do you deal with it? How do you deal with it? Just last year, I thought I was a bright fellow. And, you know, even though I was my age, but I see slowly but surely the forgetfulness coming in. 
And I asked God, I said, God, okay, what are you doing with me? What's your plan? And he tells me, my plan is the same plan that I've had all your life. Well, that ain't too bad. That means I'm still here, and he has a plan for me. And I won't forget whatever he tells me, because I have found joy and love in God. But here's the thing about Vinny that I just want to mention. And I, I was thinking about this, Vinny, as you were talking. You can go back, and I know in the last year, I've heard stories from you that can go back 50 or 60 years. And the value of those stories is the sharing that you do is in you being a sage, you being a man of 84 years of age that can share with us things that even though we are rapidly approaching <laughs> our, our later years, at least midlife, uh, you share things with us that we learn about and how God has worked in your life that uh, are of great value to us. So again, it, it may be that short term, but Vinny has stuff that goes back years that I just love hearing about. That's true, uh, Dennis. It seems like I have a talent to remember my past years, but I'm having trouble now going day from day to day. But I think that I'll be okay. Uh, as long as I have you guys and you'll put up with me and I'll put up with you guys. Well, thank you, Vinny. Uh, I appreciate that. The You know, I wish I was, would say that it's because you're 84, but I can literally walk from one room on my intent to go do something in another room and get there and can't remember why I went. Yeah. Right? And that's just something small. You know, maybe I was going to get something out of the other room or going to the garage to get a tool and I get out there and I'm like, why did I come out here? Right. Now, part of what causes that, guys, what do you think What do you think contributes to that? I mean, obviously, we want to remember things, especially the things God's told us. But what are those things that the enemy uses to, to help put us in that place where we can't remember? Well, I was talking about the path early, earlier and that we are in such a hurry. <laughs> and we, you know, it, it, it's, it's like... You know, if I go back to certain people's deaths, I won't mention any name, but Robbie Dilmore's, you know, it's, it's, <laughs> he didn't take the time to file stuff. And so it's all over the place, right? And, and so it's a matter of really taking the time to get still, write down the important stuff or make a note or those kind of things, but also, you know, to file them in a place. I used to call it, it, it you, you had mentioned putting it down a monument like he told him to do in the Old Testament. I like to put down a marker to say I'm gonna I wanna remember this day because this day you came through for me in this and this and and in different places where he brought me healings or <laughs> bailed me out of a financial crisis or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. go ahead, Dennis. No, I was just gonna say I think the uh I think the enemy thrives on us uh having these worldly busy lives. It's like what Robbie was talking about. And that happens to me, too. And happens the same thing happens with going into rooms uh, that 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 will happen. And I think it's because there's so many things that are rolling around in my mind most of the time that have to do with things I have to do tomorrow or two days from now. Or what's that part on the card that just fell off the other night and the other stuff that's going on. And and I don't focus on the things that are most important. The most important time of my day is at 6.30 or so in the morning now, and I can tell you that I have a 
ongoing struggle with spending time with God because I can't slow my thoughts down. And I honestly believe that's the enemy trying to get a hold of my time with God because that's the most important time I have. Absolutely. You you said something there, though, that really stood out, and it was actually the thing that kind of keeps coming to mind is the things that we think are important. Um, The importance that we put on something kind of dictates how much we think about it. Um, Why is it that we're so quick to forget the good things that have happened through our life and so quick to remember the bad things. It's because that, that's pressed into our mind. We, we, we give that time. We, we meditate on that rather than the good thing. You know, and especially with all the technology that we have today, it, it makes it so much easier. You, know, you talked earlier about journaling. Um, there's just so many tools at our hands that you know, whenever we do press in and we do make those things important, and it's a mental effort. It's it's not always the enemy. Sometimes it's just us not giving importance to it. So there there is a mental a mental need to 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 look for those things, right? Absolutely. You know, I'd like to say that it's just because of our busy age, and I think that that definitely plays into it. The endless stream of emails, the texts that come, the things clamoring for your attention. But it's a story as old as man's story. Mm-hmm. When you, know, when you look back and how many times God would come in and, and rescue Israel only to have them forget kind of what he did within a generation or two. You know, and part of what I think they had them put monuments up for was so they'd see that and say, oh, yeah, that's something important, you know, so that they would remember because they don't have the tools that we have. It didn't even take them a generation or two. They went from miracle to miracle and forgot about the last and then started blaming Moses whenever he you know, led them a little bit further, right? I mean, it, it doesn't take us long to forget. No, it really doesn't. This topic kind of came up for me when Robbie said, hey, what's next week's topic? Because I got it brought back a memory of a time that I had a day off where I didn't have the kids with me. My wife wasn't with me at the time. Uh, We were married, but she wasn't there. Uh, And I just had a free day, and I thought, wow, I don't ever get this. And so I went up to Hanging Rock, which is one of the local small mountains around here that you can kind of hike up to the top of it and look out around the, the area, and it's one of my favorite places to go. And so I just took my journal, and I went up, and I was going to pray and journal. And so I got up to the top of it, and I started praying and wasn't really getting anything and saying, okay, God, what's going on? And so I opened up my journal, and where I opened it up to was something that he had told me that I had forgot. And I was able to literally close my journal saying, that's the point of me coming up here today. Now, the rest of that story is all week long I've been trying to remember what that thing was. (laughs) I'm not joking, and I'm so stubborn that I just said, I will remember it before the radio show. I know I will. You know, and I didn't go find my journal. I didn't go dig it back out, which now I'm going to do when I get home because it's driving me nuts about, God, what did you say that was so important that I really needed to hear because I probably need to hear it again today? Well, now you have to go dig it out because we're all curious as well to hear what he said. Yeah, you might go, really, that was it? <laughs> but, you know, you know, it was something that had to do with something that created a lot of passion in me you know, to, to do something. And I, I, boy, it's just driving me nuts. And, and that's the enemy will just strip those things from you. When I used to write um, the Bible verse of the day, which I did for several years, uh, 15 years or so, it was amazing how I'd write something in the morning and I couldn't even remember in the afternoon what I wrote about. You know, people would come up that I worked with or that had, had got the Bible verse and they'd email me and say, hey, that was really good. And I'm like, I, I remember what it was. Right, because God had given me some manna in the morning, and then I let it be stripped away throughout the day. And when I would go back and look at that words that He gave me, or whatever it was, it was always something I needed to hear too. You know, and the enemy knew that, and he was trying to strip it from us. 
So guys, we've got a few more minutes left. What's some things that we can do? We talk about journaling. What's another thing, other things that we can do to try to, to hold on to those things that God gives us? Any thoughts? I think this, the, uh, I really believe that the amount of time I spend focusing on what's most important. Now, I was sitting down the other night uh, watching this TV show, and I realized, uh, and I won't say what show it was, but I realized that I'd seen this episode probably 20 times at least over the years and knew just about every line. And it dawned to me, what's most important to me right now? Was it most important to see this show 20 times and know it by heart? Uh, How much time do I spend with God trying to listen to what he has to say or in his word. People talk about uh, memory verses and things like that, and I you know, I, I have differing opinion on, on that, but I think that there's some value in where you spend your time. And that's one of the things that became very apparent to me in the hospital. When I had time to sit down and focus, it was like I was focusing more on God, and I was like, what's keeping me from doing this all the time? You know, do I have to have a stroke and get in the hospital to get closer to God again, which it certainly helped. <laughs> yeah, hopefully that's not the answer. Robbie? Well, I've been reading this book by Dallas Willard. You might have heard me talk about it before. It's, you know, living the abundant life through the 23rd Psalm. And he talked about how God was grieved that he made man because his thoughts were evil all the time. And, and, and that's a picture of... <clears throat> actually Satan getting in there and working all the time. <clears throat> and so getting back to the scripture memorization or getting back to where it is that you've got your focus throughout the day and, and, and giving back some of that time to simply loving on God to go, you know, where I hadn't talked to God in hours, mm-hmm. you know, where have I been? And as you do that, he, he, he speaks it all back in there again. He thought it was important enough to put in his word to tell us not to to meditate or, or concentrate on the things of the world, but to think of the things above, right? To to, to set our minds on those things. Um, I've learned that you know, even with like sin in our lives, um, when you focus on that, you tend to do that over and over and over, and you kick yourself over and over. But when you take your mind off of that, put it on truth, it goes away. It, it, Absolutely. Now, where does that leave us? Well, it leaves us where we started a little bit, but honestly, it leaves us in a much better place because we're aware of it. We know that it happens. And so I'd encourage you to take some time this week and get quiet with God and ask Him those things that you may have forgotten and have Him see if He'll bring them back up to you. And also, find a way to write them down, to put them in your phone, to record them, build a monument, whatever you need to do <laughs> to make sure you remember that. Don't forget to go to MasculineJourneyRadio.org and register for either the advanced boot camp, if you've been to two boot camps before, or for the uh, fall boot camp coming up in November. Have a great day.